Hey everybody, Chandler here with the Culture of Care show. I just realized we're actually in season three of this show. So season one was my first season. It was a slight disaster, but it was when we first started. So I'm pretty proud of that season. We had like 55 episodes based on business and entrepreneurship. Season two was devoted to the People Project, where we talked about people, the trials and trials and tribulations that happened along the way. And we're still actually doing season two. And then now season three is how do you take your mindset back? How do you put yourself in the place to where you feel good about yourself and you feel good about the direction you're going? You were reduce burnout, and you make sure that depression and anxiety don't haunt you along the way. So what I wanted to talk about today as I sit here in my office was the idea of burnout. So a lot of the people I talk to in, in their businesses and in in entrepreneurship and their careers and pretty much every avenue of things that we're doing, they experience burnout in some way, shape, or form. And, and a lot of us get to a point to where we just don't want to do anything anymore. We don't want to get out of bed. We don't want to deal with it. We don't want to have anything to do with what could potentially make the burnout worse. But the problem is we live in this perpetual cycle and this perpetual state of suck. And what does that mean? Well, it means that we get into this cycle of burnout and we allow it to control us. We allow it to control our lives. And we allow it to control who we become. We get so stressed out that we put our head down. We think that this is just the way life should be. We think this is just the way people are. We think this is how it's going to be for the rest of our lives and that we should just get used to it. This is the dream. This is what everybody wants to build, where they work too hard, they don't have enough time in their lives, they feel stressed, anxious, and burn out 24-7. But that's not what we want. And that's not the life that we need to push to try to live. We need to be able to create a life where we have a balance a balance created around the things we're doing that allow us to be happy and live our life in the way that we want to live it, not in the way that we're supposed to live it, or not in the way that some guru or talking head tells you that you should live it, and not a life where you're going 24-7, 365, a life that you can take a minute and actually enjoy. So the number one thing that we want to do, and I have about nine steps that I want to go through today in this show. Number one is take an inventory of what you're doing right now. Start a journal, open it up, write down every task that you're doing right now. Write down what's going on at work, write down what's going on at home, write down what you're doing at home that has to do with work, and write down what you're doing outside of work that has nothing to do with it. And so now that you have an, an inventory of what you're doing, we want to write down how we can modify what makes us the most stressed out. But before we get to that, next to each piece that you just wrote down in your inventory, write down a one through five. One means that it's not stressful at all and you love doing it. Five means it's super stressful and you can't handle it anymore and you're about to snap. So write down a one through five next to each piece of the inventory that you just took. Then what I want you to do is write down everything that's a three or a higher. Write down how you're going to modify it to make it less stressful. So say work has big projects that you keep taking on and you're stressed out all the time from it. Write down how you're going to take on less projects, but do the ones that you take on exceptionally and incredibly well. So that way, you're not actually doing less, you're doing less, but you're doing less better. And that's what we want to put ourselves in a place with. So people can look and say, wow, what you're doing creates a huge impact. I want you to keep doing that. So once you write down how you're going to modify, then write down a plan of action to actually make it happen. And remember, it's not going to all happen overnight. So set yourself up with a big goal that you want a year from now, and then set yourself up with really small monthly goals that you're going to try to achieve to make sure that that inventory and how you're going to modify actually happens. 
So now that you've wrote, written this down, you've written down where your stress level is at and you've written down how you're going to modify it, the big thing that you've just done is you've become cognizant of what creates the most stress in your life. So now you can put yourself in a place to where you can remove the stress or create these plans of action to adjust yourself to put yourself in a position to where you're not so stressed because those things are reduced or don't exist anymore. And if you if you watch one of my previous episodes, it's automate, delegate, or eliminate. So how can I automate this task? How can I delegate this out to someone else? Or how can I eliminate this completely? Those three things will put you in a place to where you don't feel so burnout anymore because you're uh, removing it from your ecosystem. So now what we have to do next is we have to learn. Uh, typically, we get stressed and we get burnout because we don't know how to say no. We have to be able to learn to say no to people. We often want to be people pleasers. We want to say yes. We want to accomplish every project we can. We want to be working and churning and burning and doing everything. But that's often at a cost of our own sanity. We have to be able to understand that if you can't say no, you're going to live a life to where you're stretched too thin all the time. And if you're stretched too thin all the time, well, you're going to put yourself in a place to where you don't do good work. You become burnout. You make simple mistakes. You can't handle the load of what you have to do. And it puts you in a place to where you can never be as good as you want to be. And you don't feel as good as you could be. So say no, especially when you know you don't want to do the project or when you do not have the bandwidth to make it happen. If you watch my Facebook page, I just did a video on how to do fewer things unreasonably and unequivocally well. So you become a master at very few things versus someone who's just dabbling in a million different things. So the next thing that you have to learn and understand is when you work on big projects or when you're working on on big things, maybe you're painting your house or you have a big project to work or a presentation do, you need to set this up in sprints and give yourself some breathing room after you finish the project before you start another one. So I often set up sprints like I'm working for six weeks on something. Once I finish that sprint and once I'm done with that project and I've done it unreasonably well, I give myself two weeks before I start another one. I give myself some time to recharge, relax, refocus, and then get into a place to where I'm going to be okay to jump on to the next piece. These sprints are going to save your life when you're trying to go through it, when you're going through work and life. And if you're in a place to where you're doing double time work and home, maybe you're doing big projects, you're painting houses, you're doing all these things, set yourself up with work sprints and home sprints. So that way you're not killing yourself 24-7. The next thing that you really want to focus on are tech limits. So we often take our homework, our work home with us, especially in entrepreneurship and in careers. We take our work home with us when we have big things due. But you need to set yourself up with tech limits. So when you take something home with you, you need to set an electronics-free bedtime. So if I have work and I know I need to take it home, just don't take it home. Put it into a place to where you know you're gonna, it's going to be right there the next day and you can just kickstart it. By taking it home and working late and increasing your burnout and your stress, you're going to make more mistakes and reduce your ability to be creative. So leave it at home, leave it at work, then go home, relax, refocus, come back the next day, and you're going to be significantly better at doing it than you would have been if you took it home and worked on it all night. That's the secret to success and that's the secret sauce. That what you want to do at the same time is when you do get home, we're always connected in our phones. Workplaces now and life, we have Slack, we have Messenger, we have Facebook, we have Instagram. Set yourself up for limits on how long you're exposed to these things. I set myself up on Instagram, Facebook, and all the social media platforms to tell me when I've spent more than 35 minutes on each platform. 
because then I know that's my limit. That's when I shut it down and I need to be off of it and I need to be present and focused on life and focused on what's right in front of me rather than focused in my phone and on social media and getting engulfed into FOMO 24-7. So then what you can do in, in addition to this is make friends outside of work. So put yourself in a place to where you're not just continuously and constantly interacting with people at work. Make friends outside of work. Go hang out with them. Go do activities. Go do yoga. Go do CrossFit or anything that you can cycling or go read just read a book join a book club join a wine drinking club whatever it is that you want to do that's outside of work that's going to make you happy do it it's going to put you in a place to where it gives you more headspace and the capabilities to be creative because you're moving away from what's giving you so much stress and burnout and then the last thing i think you should focus on is you should praise yourself for the fact that you're trying Praise yourself for the fact that you're actually moving forward and making a commitment to making change in both your career and your life. Remember, it's not going to happen overnight. So you need to say, I'm proud that I'm moving forward and I'm proud that I'm making the commitment to make the change that I need to take my life back and put my life into a position to where I'm happy and excited to actually live it. So don't don't get down on yourself if it doesn't work right away. Don't say, oh, I'm a failure. It's not going to work. It doesn't make sense. I can't do this. Say, hey, I'm trying. I'm making the commitment to making change. I am a work in progress and I am building the best version of who I am. I am imperfect because I'm a human. Humans are imperfect and we're all trying to put ourselves in a place to where we can just live healthy and happy. And that's ultimately where we want to be. And that's ultimately what's going to make us who we are and what's going to make us happy with who we are and happy with where we're at. So that's it. That's all I have to say today. Remember, if we're looking to reduce burnout, number one, take an inventory of what you're doing. Write down one through five on your stress levels. Anything three or higher, write down how you're going to modify it. Then you can say, hey, I'm going to delegate this out. I'm going to automate it or I'm going to remove it from my life. Say no to things that you know you can't do or that you don't want to do. Set up sprints. Don't take your work home with you. Set up tech limits. Make friends and get into social circles outside of work and praise yourself for the fact that you're trying to move forward. I hope y'all enjoyed this. If you're listening to this and you like this episode, give me a review, especially if you're on iTunes, give me a review of what you liked about it. If you're listening to this and you really like it, screenshot it, share it on social and tag me in it. I'd love to hear your thoughts and I'd love to hear what your thinking about it. If you want to get my five steps for removing anxiety and depression, just go to cultureofcare.life and you can go ahead and watch it. It's a free training. That is it. I will see you all in a couple of weeks. See ya.